You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. What we got here is a failure to communicate. Oh, have I got your attention now? Read, for lack of a better word, is good. You know what I mean? Money to be made in a place like this. Money never sleeps, pal. You're crazy. Don't run when you lose. Don't whine when it hurts. You know what it takes to sell real estate? It takes brass, 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 brass. I'm falling, and I can't get up! Alright, welcome back to Money Never Sleeps. This is the show where we talk about anything and everything that impacts the flow of money from around the corner to around the world. And this week you would think I'd be chiming in, or I'd like to chime in on the farewell party for quantitative easing. But in reality, um, look, has it really done you know, anything that it was supposed to do? You know, that's the big question. Uh, while investors have been on pins and needles for so long that it became a habit. It's like they were used to it. Um, then it came to a point that it looked as though uh, it would never end, and now the revelation, or more so the reality, uh, that it has halted. And, and I say halted because I wouldn't say it's ended. It's just halted right now. It could come back. It can, it can revive. Uh, look. This has at least given investors a little more clarity, uh, and now it's time to take care of business. That's it. You know, let, let the markets, let the games begin. Uh, the dollar is getting stronger in gold. Uh, like I said this a few weeks ago, and I've been saying this, you know, all year. Um, you know, I mean, gold at this point should fall down into about the $1,100 mark, maybe even lower. You know, if it went to 1000 I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, it should settle in a base. And over a little bit of time, drift towards uh, 1400 more or less, and create a steady uh, trading range. And uh, so that that's my view on that. And I just know a little bit about gold and what's going on with it. So, uh, you know, I, I chime in. I give my opinion on that because this is what I see happening. Um, yeah, I, I know that. Japan is looking to continue their own quantitative easing to stimulate their market. But in the end, you know, we can only hope and pray that it actually does what it's supposed to do. And, you know, take the, take the economy, you know, off the nipple at some point. You have to. You have to. When you create a situation where the public just automatically, I'm not just talking about Joe Public, I'm talking about corporations, I'm talking about everything, where they think that the government is just going to come in and bail you out because you made a mistake, because you failed, you know, and, and that's, that's a bad habit. That's a bad habit, okay? That's, that's, that's like, uh, you know, uh, an alcoholic or a drug addict continuing to go and use and use and use, knowing that someone's going to come and save them, you know, when, when, you get, when you get all tied up in that. You know, you can't do that. You have to take some responsibility for your actions. So the government... You know, continually uh, bailing out failed situations, you know. I mean, this becomes an entitlement issue. Uh, that comes up. And it's kind of like uh, welfare on a massive scale. So I think I think a lot of things are going to wind up changing. And it's going to be really, really interesting. Um, but anyway, let, let, let's, see we, let's, let's see where things go. These are my opinions, of course. Um, and that, that's all that, that I'm saying is let's just see where things go uh anyhow 
with midtown mid midterm elections in full swing or actually towards the end of the swing um uh, look a lot of promises are in deck and we may see a lot of changes on the horizon in some key areas but honestly come on you know no one's talking about the most important topics here goes one Tax reform. Tax reform that will allow U.S. corporations to repatriate funds and create more substantial jobs here beyond being a server at McDonald's, you know, or being a, you know, a server at Starbucks. You know, you need to create real jobs. You know, this is the most powerful nation on the planet, and it amazes me that we just can't figure this out already come on enough you have you have billions and billions and billions i wouldn't be surprised it's in the trillions that, that that are offshore because you know companies like apple google facebook and and a whole host of others probably boeing and 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 mike and ibm and and a bunch of other companies that can't bring those funds back because they're going to get hit with massive taxes let them bring it back let them build let them go and build facilities let them create jobs we need that to continue to stimulate the economy we've been a service nation too long and it has to change it has to change you know we were we were the manufacturing nation and we turned into a service nation and it has to change so hopefully you know uh you know something's going to wind up happening who knows you know may- maybe something is maybe something isn't but we can only hope we can only hope because that's what's going to help us uh next topic uh that's not being addressed is the affordable care act come on you know, I, I I know that it's not going to be repealed, but at least overhaul it. My God, you know, my poor mother has to change doctors and medication, you know, because of restrictions and and how it works and this and that. Uh, this is something. There's something really wrong here. Really wrong. You know, promises were made with this that weren't fulfilled, and I think it's horrible. You know, they had an idea. Now fix it already enough. Just fix it fix it enough with the political crap just fix it because this is affecting people's lives now throughout the midterm elections the republicans you know look they they highlighted obamacare and and this is funny then they they made accusations that uh, president obama displayed a lack of leadership on islamic uh state you know terrorism and ebola and ebola is like leadership in ebola are you kidding me what is up with that? Oh my God. You know, it's like the reach and the reach and you keep reaching. You know, but that's digging way deep. That's going way beyond. I, I don't think that everything has been done with, uh, you know, as far as, you know, with some of the topics. Uh, but the bullets, the arrows, the swords, you know, they're flying now. And I, I just find it funny. I just find it funny. You know, even in New Hampshire, you have a Republican candidate for Senate, uh, Scott Brown. He went as far, and, and check this out, this is this cracked me up. He tried to blame his opponent, the incumbent Democrat, for the possibility that um, the terrorists, terrorists infected Ebola may come across the Mexican border. Now, now really? Seriously? I mean, come on. Geez, you can't make this stuff up. I mean, when it comes to politics, this is too out of control for me. This is why I leave the poli- the politics and the battles and all that stuff to guys like David Webb. You know, he gets down and dirty on these topics. He takes it. He has thick skin. For me, I just listen and laugh. Whenever I hear this stuff, I read and I laugh. 
Uh, but the Democrats, there are no angels and, um, and, and, and everything that's happening either. You know, and they're saying that the Republicans are gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna slice Granny Social Security and throw off a Medicare rolls while denying younger women contraception. You know, come on. You know, in, in order to make something like that happen, you'd have to, you know, really, really, really have everyone, you know, in your corner to do something like that. And I don't see that happening. I don't see that happening. I really don't. You know, but listen, uh, like I've been on Wall Street uh, for a while, been in real estate for a while, and there's no doubt that politics is the dirtiest game out there. But, hey, if you play well, it's a lifelong business. Oh, I mean, I mean, uh, lifelong career, not a business, right? <laughs> anyway, on that note, let's take a quick break, and we'll be back with you on Money Never Sleeps. This is AP News Minute. Air traffic control recordings raising concerns in Ferguson, Missouri. The Associated Press obtained exclusive audio between controllers and police who asked officials to block air traffic from news helicopters over the city. The recordings raised questions over whether police violated the constitutional rights of journalists. Wilson Kipsang taking first place in this year's New York City Marathon on Sunday. The Kenyan runner clocking an unofficial time of two hours, ten minutes, and 59 seconds. Mary Katani, also from Kenya, won the women's race. Britain scrambling fighter jets for the second time this week after at least one Russian bomber approached UK airspace. Images show British jets intercepting Russian aircraft. NATO reporting a recent spike in Russian Air Force maneuvers. And in Mexico City, a ghoul record set during this year's Day of the Dead celebrations. 509 men and women gathered dressed as Katrinas in Revolution Square. It's a record gathering of the people dressed as skeletons, a symbol of the Day of the Dead holiday. Robert Bumstead, Associated Press with AP News Minute. This is Chef Gavin Murphy with your one-minute healthy cooking tip. A lot of people are more health conscious nowadays, especially when it comes to food. But did you know there are a lot of hidden calories and of all things, salad dressing. They're chock full of added sugars. But don't fret, I've got you covered. Try this quick and delicious salad dressing recipe. Grab a small Tupperware container with a lid and add a quarter cup of balsamic vinegar, two tablespoons of whole grain or Dijon mustard, a teaspoon of organic honey, pinch of salt and pepper and three quarters of a cup of olive oil. Pop the lid on and give it a good old shake. This is spot on for a beautiful summer salad and will keep in the fridge for weeks. For more healthy cooking tips and info, go to GavinMurphy.com. Your platform for success. Chosen by industry leaders worldwide. Curve Street. Advanced real estate technology. Welcome back to Money Never Sleeps, and this is something that bugs me a lot, and I need to touch on it. Uh, airlines, look, they've been jacking up the price of flights year on year, and now 
Now that their cost of of doing business, you know, is decreasing due to lower fuel prices and other things, you know, they're continuing to raise prices, you know, charge for luggage, so on and so forth. You know, come on, please. Uh, they charge you for parking at the rate of about 40 bucks a day in New York. So if, if you go on vacation, you leave your car in the airport, you know, the parking lot costs you a pretty penny. And yeah, 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 I know that has nothing to do with the airlines. It's just everything in addition. Everything's an addition, an additional expense. It's an addition here and an addition there. It's money, money, money. And the airlines saving money... I just think that some of those core savings should go back to their customers in some way, right? You would think that would make sense. You know, their prices, you know, their 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 course of doing business goes up. They charge you more. Their course of business going down. They charge you more. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, come on. Give a meal on a flight already. Give give a dog a bone. Uh, give, give free headsets. Give something back. Anything back. You know, give, give you know, playing cards, something. You know, this holds true for JetBlue, U.S. Air, United. The list goes on and on. Come on, guys. Get with the program. Do something for your customers. Customer appreciation. How do you like that? Uh, just do the right thing by your customers. Just, you know, look. I know that, uh, that uh, you know, you're, you're, you have to post a profit because you're publicly traded companies. But at least do something for your customers so that we don't feel like we're at your mercy, even though in reality, hey, if we're traveling, we are, but, you know, make us feel special, just a little bit. Uh, anyhow, moving on, uh, I want to talk about CNBC. You know, they did something pretty cool. They came out with a great new segment called Cash Crowd. It's pretty interesting, actually. Uh, and I think that it should be more of a dedicated show like The Prophet or The Shark Tank, uh, but live, but live. They have it live now, but they should have they should have it live as they have it now. Uh, let me give you the skinny on the segment, and uh, look, you, look, you have some fierce segment producers such as Ray Parisi working diligently behind the scenes to make it sharp. Everyone, the whole the whole uh, production team, I mean, they do a lot of work back there. Uh, just some great people, they don't get enough accolades. I try to give them accolades, especially on the show and on social media. I think they do an amazing job because without them, you know, you wouldn't have what you have, what you're seeing. Uh, so here's the skinny on the show. The show features entrepreneurs that are currently raising money through crowdfunding platforms. And what they're allowed to do is deliver a 30-second pitch to a panel of real-life investors. These guys are really putting up their money. Uh, kind of like Shark Tank, but the only difference is is that the increments are lower. And the entrepreneur is not under the gun to take any, you know, to take anything from anyone. You know, the uh, the panel offers the entrepreneur, you know, is going to take it by default because it's a crowdfunding situation. They're not going to turn it down, you know. But they don't have to wheel and deal and say, "Well, we're going to give you up uh, X percent of the of the company." You know, the the panel invests just like uh, you know everyone else out there in the crowdfunding, uh, you know. Uh, stratosphere out there the <laughs> you know they they go and they invest they do the same thing okay and uh yeah so what, what happens is this the uh, startup company right they uh they have their company online and they're they're trying to raise capital that way through various crowdfunding platforms and they have a goal and whatever that goal is to raise a million two million five million whatever it is and and they have a timeline to do it in so they come on the segment they showcase their company, not only to the investors. This is the great thing is that they don't just have to showcase it to the investors. They're there 
for one reason and one reason only, to go and get their company in front of millions and millions of viewers around the globe and online. So it's not just about the, the panel of investors because the 10 or 20 grand they put up is not going to make or, sh or break one of these companies. The point is the exposure. And it's a very unique opportunity for startup to for a startup to get this type of exposure because where are you going to get it? Where are you going to get it? You, you, you're really not. You know, I want to go into uh, you know some some of the accredited investors that are on uh, CNBC Cash Crowd uh, on that panel. They include one of my favorites, Lynn Tillen. This lady is awesome, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. You know, she built an empire from the ground up, and doesn't that doesn't get a pinch, I think, of the recognition that she de she deserves. But I'm giving it to here on Money Never Sleeps. Lynn, you rock. You know it. I keep telling you that. You are the jam, and you you, you just inspire so many people. So keep inspiring others to do the same. You know, because you're you're doing some awesome stuff. Okay, now there's uh, the other panelist, which I also like. You know, she is another female entrepreneur. Her name is Alicia Serrett, and she's the founder and CEO of uh, Pantagreon Capital. Now, this is an angel investment vehicle uh, focused on seed and early stage investments. Pretty cool concept. She, you know, again, she's another hustler making things happen. You know, she's another finance rock star making waves from New York City to Silicon Valley. And let me just throw this in there. She's a product product of Columbia U. So smile. Uh, so between them and others that will be uh, featured on the panel, there's no lack of talent on this panel at all. And it's just going to get better and better. And uh, this is just, I mean, I, I can't stress it enough this is such a great vehicle for up-and-coming entrepreneurs to reach a mass audience i know that that uh, cnbc has uh, another segment called power pitch but listen i'm really not a big fan of of that it's just way too much like uh fox's elevator pitch power pitch elevator pitch uh though uh, i'm sure that cnbc came up with the first I like what they're doing with Cash Crowd. I see this as being a big hit. If any of the powers that be on CNBC are listening to this show right now, then go ink a deal with the producers of Cash Crowd and make this into a series like Shark Tank, but make it live. And I'm telling you, that's my free input because you will have an extreme hit on your hands. There's no doubt. You get the cast down, you get the panel down. Yeah, it's gonna be. It would be very, very, very interesting, and I think that you'll have a big hit. Now, since I'm talking about television, uh, let's stay on our topic just for a little bit before we take our next break. Uh, for those couch potatoes that just have to get their fill of television shows, if you love that show, Utopia, the reality show on Fox, well, bad news for you. The axe has fallen and the show is cut out gone. Uh, maybe it will wind up on as a web series or something, but however, I sincerely doubt it. Look, a social experiment needs to you know get some producers that have a little leeway to be different and bend those rules, bend bend the the, the reality show rules a bit to make it more interesting and just just not just not just fluff. It has to be something more. 
Okay, on uh, the big screen front, Jake Gyllenhaal, he's doing it again. And I dig this guy. He's just an awesome talent. And his sister Maggie, she's one cool chick. Uh, I met her in Manhattan not too long ago. And anyway, uh, his latest movie, Nightcrawler, it dominated the box office this Halloween this Halloween weekend. So I think that they need to get the Gyllenhaals together for a film. Hmm. A little overdue, I think. Uh, on the football front, I'm not going to talk about my team, but I'm going to talk about something I found interesting. Uh, you know, look, this is just way too much to go over. I leave that to, to J.J. McCleskey, and I leave it to Pete Nigerian of CNBC as far as college game day goes. Um, but I have to say, you know, what's up with those Gators, the Florida Gators? Wow. They stepped it up, and they shut down the Georgia Bulldogs. I was shocked. You know, but you know, I, I guarantee you the Vegas odd makers, man, they were freaking out. <laughs> they had to be. Great game, you know, you know, the underdog, uh, you know, had the shining light that day, which is pretty good. Uh, lots of good games, no, no doubt. Uh, in the NFL, one notable game that uh that I'm going to speak about uh has to do with the Miami Dolphins. They literally blanked the Chargers. And this was a shock to everyone. You know, the Miami Dolphins stepped it up and this is the first time in 15 years that the Chargers were shut out of a football game. All right, so, you know, who knows? You know, we're coming towards the uh the half the we're past the halfway point. And we're going towards the finish line, and it's going to be very interesting to see how things are uh, how things are going to line up. You know, look, the AFC North. There's no doubt it is the toughest division in the NFL today. There's no doubt. Everything is so tight; <clears throat> it's ridiculous. Okay. On that note, uh, we have to take a quick break, and we'll be back on Money Never Sleeps with uh, with the new segment that we added. <clears throat> We, we added this with the matchmaker to the rich and famous Tiffany Brown. And you're going to want to listen to this, especially if you have a few bucks in your pocket. You're going to want to listen to this segment. So stick with us. We're going to be right back with you. Your platform for success. Chosen by industry leaders worldwide. Curve Street. Advanced real estate technology. Hi, everyone. John and Pete Najarian here at the NASDAQ with some news you do not want to miss. As option floor traders, CNBC contributors, and co-founders of OptionMonster.com, people always want to know our secrets for trading the options. So we wrote an entire book on it. A limited and today, number of these books for free. We're giving away a limited number of these books for free. Learn how you can use options like we do to make more income with less capital. Learn how you can use options like we do to make more income with less capital. To reduce your investment risks. And to make money regardless of which way the market's moving. It's all right here in this book. Equity options today are hailed as one of the most successful financial Call now. Hi, my name is Peter May of London Central Properties and we're based in Cavendish Square which is close to Regent's Park. The majority of my work experience has been in sales, in particular the 
hotel and hospitality industry, both in the UK and overseas. London Central Properties is an established company with a global presence and a high reputation for service and discretion. We specialize in the sale of high-value, off-market apartments, houses, hotels and investments. We have recently opened a new division specializing in the provision of service departments which cover the full spectrum from budget to exclusive. These apartments are suitable for both leisure and corporate clients and are located in the key areas of London including Mayfair, Knightsbridge, Kensington and Bayswater. For further information please refer to our website which is www.londoncentralproperties.com We have now established an exclusive partnership with the host of Money Never Sleeps, Mr. Louis Velasquez. Welcome back to Money Never Sleeps, and thanks for being with us. Uh, we just added a new segment this week to Money Never Sleeps, and we're going to be bringing Tiffany Brown on in a minute. And you heard her last week, last week on the show. She is a matchmaker like none other. And the segment is called Tiffany Brown's Dating for the Rich and Famous. <laughs> Right, Tiffany, welcome to back to Money Never Sleeps. How are you doing? I am very well, Lou. How are you? I'm pretty good, pretty good. We're going to have an interesting uh, conversation today, or you're going to be giving direction to people. You know, we have an interesting topic, dating for the rich and famous. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh, so I appreciate you coming on to do this. It's, it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be a value to our listeners. Yes, it will be. Thank you very much for having me. No, well, th thanks for coming on and taking your time to do this. And now, uh, what we're going to be doing, just for our listeners, and that way you can you can kind of like follow the script a little bit. We're going to have three topics on today, and we're going to be doing this weekly. And this again, this is going to be a segment on Money Never Sleeps. And today we're going to have three topics, and we're going to be touching on those topics during this segment and during every segment we do. And the whole purpose of this is to help those single gazillionaires out there that uh, to help them sift through the weeds of finding that right one to stand by their side. You know, there are a lot of uh, you know, single people out there that are now becoming newly wealthy. I don't care if you win in the lotto or whatever the case may be, uh, but finding that right person after you made it it's a little harder than when you don't have anything, you know. At least, I mean, you have a little more truth when you have nothing. When you have money, it makes it a little harder. All right, so uh, you know, Tiffany's, Tiffany's going to help you. She has a machete. She's going to be helping you to get through the weeds and break through everything. So the first topic that Tiffany is going to tackle is attraction doesn't mean compatibility. Don't believe the hype. This is so very true. Attraction does not mean compatibility. Um, attraction is so easily had. Um, so if you're basically going out and online and, you know, you're starting out for the first time and you, you get on there, you're excited, you're looking through all their profiles, um, I look at this as avoiding temptation, okay? So, you know, when you get out there, you don't want to, you don't want to, 
just be messaging uh, people that you're attracted to. You actually want to read those profiles and and uh, pretty much listen to what they're saying and, and believe what they're saying. So, you know, attraction does not mean compatibility. And um, you could save yourself a lot of time by not messaging uh, people that you're just solely attracted to. And actually read those profiles. And, you know, so if someone's uh, saying, um, I don't want a casual relationship and you want a serious relationship, you're going to save yourself some heartache there and just don't message those people. But doesn't this hold true for real life, Tiffany, as well? I mean, not just online, but let's you know, let's talk about real life. Oh, and real life also too. I mean, un- unless you're actually going to be using a matchmaker, it's hard to, um, you know, know everything. So, you know, when you meet someone, um, I think the best thing to do in, in face to face would be, you know, just ask questions and you know, listen to what they're saying. And uh, as soon as, you know, you, you figure out that there's no compatibility there, you, you know, don't don't uh, keep going for that, yeah, for, you, for a person that you're not attracted, or that you're not compatible with and just attracted to. Do you think, do you think a lot of people mistake, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the casual situation with actually having a real relationship? I definitely think there's, you know, uh, signs of being casual and, um, you know, you, you don't want to be with someone who um, doesn't want to make you a priority, this mm-hmm. is for sure. So, you know, if you want to quickly kind of, um, you know, try not to be be the buddy. If you're really interested in someone, you want to, you want to go for them. Okay, so you, and they're going to go for you if they're interested in you. So, I mean, this is going to be crystal clear. All right, so you don't want to be that, that buddy. You don't want to have that buddy situation or be someone's text friend or, or what have you, you know, in, in order oh, no. to... Yeah, you, you. No, no, <laughs> you definitely don't want to be a text buddy. I mean, you know, uh, getting getting into the habit of uh, being a text buddy or an online buddy, you want to quickly get out of that. You want to don't ever waste your time. You know, if, if someone wants to meet you, they're going to meet up with you and mm-hmm. you're going to go out and you're going to have a good time. So, oh, so, so I mean, you're going to definitely save a lot of time if you don't uh, get involved in the texting and all that sort of thing. Okay, so get so, out and get them out there. All right, so in the online realm, you know, you want to, you know, uh, you know, uh, connect. If there's an attraction, connect and get off to get offline as quickly as possible, so that you can get some truth. I guess, right? Yes, right. yes. And, I mean, you know what? You don't need a pen pal. You, you know, you want someone. Um, you know, you can have a future with. So I mean, yeah. quickly avoiding people that uh, you know are just going to be wasting your time, and you, you want to move on. So, yeah, yeah get right. them out. There you go. In get the real out. world. They get out in the real world. Unless you have a number on your shirt, and that shirt is striped, you don't need a pen pal. Okay, so now, <laughs> yeah. now, now, yeah. now we're going to go into topic number two, and uh, th- this is going to be interesting. It's the do's and the don'ts. Well, you know, I would start out with, you know, do – Always approach with kindness and compassion, curiosity, politeness always gets you, um, you know, a great first impression. So, um, a don't, I would think, is um, don't come on too strong. You know, uh, people are people can uh, come across very desperate, and you know, it makes them kind of kind of be a bit unstable. So, you know, you want to you want to be um, you know, not coming on too strong. So if you're going to call someone and, you know, 
don't call them 10 times a day or, you know, these sort of things. So just, you know, take it easy. This is casual. You know, look at it as you're meeting a friend or, you know, so don't be too desperado, I would think, you know. Oh, well, that, that shows desperation and that scares, that can, that can, that can actually scare somebody off. Whether, whether it's, uh, again, man or woman, if you come off too strong, you can scare somebody. And that's not cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and they'll go run into the hills for sure. Yeah, like, phew, like um, Speedy Gonzalez, ping, they're gone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so um, uh, another one that I think that you know kind of gets overlooked too is, um, you know, uh, ladies, ladies and uh, gentlemen. You know, they're both su- successful these days. So, you know, if I was to give a do for a lady, is um, you know, go go by the old school rules. You know, you don't always have to pay. So, you know, sometimes a lady just has to be a lady. And if, if she's going out on a first date, I think it's okay for uh, her to let him play, let him pay. Okay. So I think that, uh, you know, these kind of brings it back to, uh, you know, I mean, these are rules that have been in the, in the dating industries for years and years and years. So I think, um, you know, to be uh, a lady to be, uh, you know, to uh, basically let the man pay. On the first date, not be I okay. I'm, I have money also, and you know I have power, so I want to pay. You know, I think it's good to let you know a little bit of old school in there. Unless they're in cougar and mode, and the that, pay. unless they're in cougar mode, and then that's a different story altogether. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. And then that holds true for you know. I, I mean, I, it kind of. I mean, for the men also, you want to. I mean, it's good for them to to have those old-fashioned rules fall into place yeah. from from the onset just so that they can uh i guess they can have the um that that level playing field and get to some truth yeah like opening a door you know just bringing back the old uh old school dating you know where where the man opened the door and you know the lady's a lady and those sort of things i mean it's nice you don't always have to go dutch okay all right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that that you got some do's and don'ts there, and you know we're going to be touching yeah. more on this uh, next week. Uh, but this is this is the topic that I'm waiting for because I want to hear what you have to say. And <laughs> you, re- you ready, listeners? Ready for this one? This is this is this is gold digging 101. Uh. Now I ain't saying she a gold digger, but she ain't messing with no broke broke. <laughs> Oh, gold diggers, yes, they're there, you know, so, you know, especially if you're a successful person, you know, you don't want to be, uh, be getting caught up in, in the gold diggers, but you know, the, the good thing is, it's so easily, um, you, you can, you can pinpoint a gold digger very, very quick, so, you know, I would just kind of, uh, stick with, listen to them, really, listening to what they're saying, you know, what are they asking questions about? Are they more interested, um, you know, in your financial situation? Um, do they, do they, uh, are they more interested in how you live or do they want to know about your personal situations in life or do they want to know about your finances? I mean, a gold digger is going to find out about your finances quick because that's what they're looking for. So, um, you know, you could ask them questions, you know, um, and really just start to listen, like ask them, uh, you know, what's the best gift you've ever received? Um, you can ask them, uh, you know, what's the best gift you've ever given? 
you know, just listening to to someone's reaction, um, you know, you're going to kind of give get a bit of an idea of uh, what type of person they are. Mm-hmm. So um, I would really just really read into what they are saying to you and pay attention. Um, you know, someone who's interested in you, um, they're going to talk about your personal life and they're not going to be talking about your finances. So, you know, you really have to to listen to your date and 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 how she's um, you know, coming across is is she all about the money or, you know, does she have a um a certain standard of living where she has to be up here and she can never kind of like or or even both ways, man or woman, you know, be at a level where um everything doesn't have to be the best of the best. Mhm. You know, I mean, just because someone has money doesn't mean that they have to have everything the best of the best or, you know, um, keeping up with that, with that type of, uh, lifestyle, I would think, you know, is, you know, they have to keep up and they have to have this and they have to have that. And, you know, they're either always wanting money or they're needing money or they're talking about money. So, um, I think really it's, you know, really just listening and listening and to see, you know, basically um how the conversation's going. Well, well let me ask you something, Tiffany, because uh just to close out this topic, now you have mm-hmm. you have a lot of uh uh nouveau uh wealth, okay, from the tech world and, and everything else. And mm-hmm. you know, again, you know, they you have a lot of a lot of people, men and women that are single that that have a lot of money now. And when they yeah. had, when they didn't have the money, it was a different story with dating. You know, it wasn't about the money. It was about, hey, you know, I want to, I want to go. You, know, you, you attracted someone. You want to link up with them. You know, you want to, you want to kind of date them and all that stuff. And it was just an easier deal, believe it or not. But now that you know, let's say they have money. Uh, I mean, what? I mean, it, it changes for them. So they really can't. I don't know. Again, I don't know if they can really go and do the things they used to do in order to find someone. I would think that it would get just a tad bit more difficult. I think that, uh, you know, the more successful you get, you just really have to protect yourself, especially if you're you're a target. You know, I've done a lot of research online. You get online and everything's about how to land the millionaire and, you know, how to, um, you know, how to, how to do this. But, you know, there's not a whole lot out there on how to protect yourself from from the gold diggers. So, um, you know, it does get harder the more successful you do get. So, you, you know, it's it's kind of bringing it down to, you know, you always got to kind of stay at a certain level where you really have to be careful who you're meeting and who who your next uh, date is going to be. I mean, this is it's almost like to the point where... Um, you know, your your date is is a part of your investment. I mean, you want to make sure that they're not going to hurt you, or you know, you're. It, it, it's like the the rich guy's um a target. Oh, a woman. It can be either either. You know, and and it become yeah. yeah it's again. You know, this is a topic we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, next week as well. We have to expand on it. Okay, but I think it's interesting enough. And and you said that you see a lot of stuff online, how to land a wealthy guy or woman, how to do this, how to do that. You know, this is why we're doing this segment here because we're, we're trying to we're trying to help you guys out there that that have the big bucks, uh, how to protect yourself. And this is what Tiffany Brown is doing for you. What can Brown do for you? This is what she can do for you. She can help you sift through all the uh, the nonsense out there to get some truth. And that's what it's about. 
and that's what we're doing. Um, now, Tiffany, why don't you let why don't you let the listeners know what they can look forward to next week? Well, next week we are going to talk about online dating for the rich and famous. I'd like to go over what's out there, the, the good ones, the bad ones. And we are going to uh, do some Twitter questions, um, uh, get some of our followers to uh, ask some uh, questions on casual dating and, you know, how to tell the signs between a casual dater or a real dater. Beautiful. You know, someone who's really interested for a serious relationship. Right. Beautiful, beautiful. I think next week is yeah. going to be fantastic. We did great uh, this show, and you know, you know, Tiffany, thank you for for being with us, and you know, for headlining dating for the rich and famous. Great, thank you so much for having me, Lou. Oh, well, thank you, and then for our listeners, uh, to stay with us, we're going to be back on Money Never Sleeps, and you know what? I think we uh, we touched a lot on dating for the rich and famous. Now we're going to get in get into another topic. So stay with us. We'll be back with you right after these uh, these quick messages. This is Chef Gavin Murphy with your one minute healthy cooking tip. A lot of people are more health conscious nowadays, especially when it comes to food. But did you know there are a lot of hidden calories and of all things, salad dressing. They're chock full of added sugars. But don't fret, I've got you covered. Try this quick and delicious salad dressing recipe. Grab a small Tupperware container with a lid and add a quarter cup of balsamic vinegar, two tablespoons of whole grain or Dijon mustard, a teaspoon of organic honey, pinch of salt and pepper and three quarters of a cup of olive oil. Pop the lid on and give it a good old shake. This is spot on for a beautiful summer salad and will keep in the fridge for weeks. For more healthy cooking tips and info, go to GavinMurphy.com. This is AP News Minute. Eight suspected Cuban migrants were rescued in the waters off Miami. U.S. Coast Guard received reports of an overturned raft in Biscayne Bay Monday morning. Three people were rescued by a boater, as officials searched for five more still unaccounted for. Thousands protested in Budapest, opposition of a proposed heavy tax on internet use by the government. Demonstrators held up mobile phones and threw computer parts at government buildings. The tax would enforce internet service providers to pay up to 62 cents per gigabyte of data downloaded by users. Extremists have tried to gain control of the Syrian border town of Kobani, as smoke was seen billowing from buildings. The Islamic State group launched its offensive to take Kobani in mid-September and has been battling Kurdish fighters ever since. 200,000 have been forced to flee to neighboring Turkey. And 22-year-old St. Louis Cardinals outfielder Oscar Taveras has died in his native Dominican Republic. Taveras crashed while driving on a highway after losing control of his vehicle. He had made its major league debut earlier this year. Emily Roseman, the Associated Press with AP News Minute. All right, welcome back to Money Never Sleeps, and uh, look, I hope you that you enjoyed our last segment, our latest segment, or the new segment with Tiffany Brown and dating for the rich and famous. She's a she's a top shelf matchmaker, and you can follow her on Twitter on the Match Infinity, or check her website out at affinityconnections.com. You know she, uh, you know she's going to be coming on every week and uh, giving us some insight to help you guys out why not why not this is money never sleep so you know what if we can bring something of value to our listeners we try to do that and uh yeah so um 
I think that's about it. I was going to go into commercial real estate, and I was going to go into some uh, things that uh, were going on out there, you know. But maybe I'll touch on that real quick. Uh, you have markets like New York, Miami, uh, Chicago. You know, they they've been they've been uh, heating up for a while. Uh, I think certain parts of Miami, or certain parts of Florida in general, are are simmering down. Other parts of Florida are actually heating up. You know, so it's going to be interesting what's going to, what's going to happen uh, come 2015. You know, because it's beyond doing uh, it's beyond the condo developments, things like that. You have businesses going in to certain parts of Florida because you have tax incentives over there. So um, I, I'm I'm going to want to speak about that probably next week because I think it's an interesting topic, interesting topic, and interesting you know things that are going on. And it's not only in Florida; you have different states. That that have uh, you know some similar things that are uh, that are going on and they're getting a boost in their um, you know in, in the commercial market. So you know uh, I always say commercial real estate. I love it because when you're building buildings for business, that means jobs are being created and that is that's a thing of beauty. Thing of beauty. There is no doubt about it. Okay, um, but you have things going on in L.A. Definitely in Texas, oh Dallas, Houston, Fort Worth. You have a lot of things going on. I spoke about it last week. Um, not going to get too much into that this week, but you do have things going on there. You know, because uh, you have you, you have incentives for businesses. Florida, Texas, Detroit. You have you have incentives for businesses to be there, and I think you're going to see a big turnaround in certain areas in 2015. And the ones that are in there first. Those are the ones that are going to benefit. You have vision, get in there, make it happen. Okay, and this is this is um, and these are the things that are that are going to be transpiring. So you have to be you have to kind of like be ahead of the curve in order to benefit from the circumstance. Once you get in there, you know, after everyone moved in there, it's like okay, you know, it's better to have the worst house in the best block uh, on the best block than the best house on the best block. If that makes any sense to to you. Anyway, um, all right, so I think that's going to be about it for this week on Money Never Sleeps. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about SB5. I want to really get into SB5 and how it's impacting development and investment in the U.S. You have a lot of uh, foreign investors that are you know, pouring money, and they're, they, whether it be residential or, I mean, and, and other areas, too. It's incredible. They're getting very creative. And you have some of these, um, you know, some of these brokers, not only commercial brokers, but, you know, residential brokers, brokers that are getting uh, creative as well, okay, with uh, working with them. You know, um, yeah, you know, it's business. They close the deal, they're getting paid, and that's what the name of the game is, right? Uh, so we're going to talk about SB5. We're going to talk about commercial real estate. I want to get into some other ends of commercial real estate. Um I just want to get into maybe I think I want to top on uh, you know touch on uh, shopping malls and what's going on there and and uh, the retail end uh, which I find to be interesting. Okay. Oh, and also let me before I forget, uh, make sure to catch. I, I write for CurbStreet uh, dot com now. It's a it's it's a major commercial real estate platform and you know the everything that's on there goes to you know the major uh retail brokerages such as Cushman Wakefield, CBRE, Rabellis, so on and so forth, all these major houses. So yeah, you wanna go and check that out. You can read some of the articles that are gonna be coming up 
because uh, I have a number of them that will be coming up, and they'll be featured there. Okay, so you want to just check them out, and great platform. I, mean, I think we ran a couple of uh, ads uh, spots on uh, on the show already. Uh, but anyway, uh, we hope to have a couple of guests on to talk about SB5 and commercial real estate next week. So uh, make sure to join us next week on Money Never Sleeps. And I want to thank you for tuning in. Uh, make sure you tune in next week on on the show. And we hope to make it an, another awesome show for you. So join us. Same bad time. Same bad channel. Initiating shutdown sequence. You're listening to UCW Radio in your face. What is your major malfunction? So let it be written. So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.